beautiful dream. Stopping the wheel. You're not the first person who's ever dreamt it. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. What's up, Night Owls? This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. Hey guys. You are listening to Up Late with Nerds of Radio. That was a big exciting moment there. Yeah, big deal. Woo! Yeah. Theme yeah. music, golf claps, prices are right stuff. Like a game show, except no one's here. That would be the saddest game show. Like, what was Prices Right like during COVID times? Uh, did, did, did does Prices Right even exist anymore? Yeah, Drew Carey hosts it. Your home from school experience has been vastly different from mine. I, I, I'm just not a game show person. The only like game show I even watch is like Family Feud, and even that is only on occasion. <laughs> I don't know that I would call myself a game show guy, but I would call myself a Price is Right man, you know? I mean, semantics, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think you walked into that one. Well, it's whatever. <laughs> um, I guess we have to start today's episode. Um... Looking square dead in the eyes of the big news of the week. The coming out as bisexual um, of the current wearer of the mantle of Superman, uh, Clark Kent's son, Jonathan Kent. Johnny boy. Johnny boy. How do you feel about this? I mean, it's fine. I, I mean, it's not any different than anything else. Well, I mean, it is a big deal. I, don't I know mean, it's a, it's a it's a big deal. He is he is the Superman as of right now. But you know, it's not like it's replacing Clark Kent. Well, it's he is in a lot. Well, it's he is in a lot of ways. Well, I mean, it's called literally the whole bit is that you know. He doesn't like being called Superman. It's like, well, stop acting like him so much. Yada, yada, yada. Like, yes, I get it. He's the new Superman because his, his dad isn't there anymore. And yeah. someone needs to be the overpowered Kryptonian. We get it. Well, technically, he's an Earthling. Yeah, he's half Kryptonian. still counts. He's still well, got all I, the dumb powers. He does have all the dumb powers. I, I, one of some of the stuff I read coming up to this that, like, Early, so Jonathan Kent's only been around for probably about five or six years. I think that's fair, right? Yeah. This iteration, they they kind of time travel shenanigans at work there, and when he was in space, to where a lot of his teenage years he spent them with uh, Superman's actual or a version of Superman's dad, uh, Jor-el. One of the things I do think is interesting is when he came back to Earth, there was an issue recently that I that I saw that I uh, I don't remember which one it was. I don't remember. If, there's like three Superman titles, so I don't remember which one it's at. Um, but basically, Jonathan Kent gets on to super gets on to Clark Kent that Superman's not more involved. 
Like, why aren't you more involved in politics? Why aren't you more involved um, in, like, doing more than just saving the day? Mm-hmm. You know, because you got to remember, there's, like, whole runs where, like, Lex Luthor is president of the United States. Like, to Jonathan Kent, that's got to be an interesting, like, how did, how, did, how did my dad let that happen kind of a thing? And so, for me... There's, you know, there's an interesting thing where they, they kind of get into a little bit about that. And, and Superman says, well, you know, I'm not an Earthling. And so while I can present the best version of Earthling, I, I, sh- I feel like on some level I still shouldn't interfere all the way. And he goes, but I, I think you could if you wanted to. And I think it would be okay if you wanted to because you are an Earthling. And I thought that was kind of an interesting take on the duality of the two characters i always felt that it was kind of not like i think it always kind of felt like it was important that superman was like despite being a god he's not tyrannical right like he's not like oh i'm stronger than everyone so i can just force what i think is right down everyone's throat because i literally no one can stop me because <laughs> yeah. that would separate that would separate you from being like Someone who fights, you know, you can save the day because you're strong versus uh, just because I'm powerful. That means that, you know, I get to have the last laugh at every situation, right? Yeah, but like, I think it'd be interesting to see Clark Kent Superman, the one who just believes in the good of humanity because he's not human. Uh, Like in like a... Yeah, but like... I feel like that kind of isn't true. Like, he's, like, yes, he's technically an alien, but, like, he's grown up with human parents. He's tried to live a normal life up until, like, he had to become Superman, right? Like, it's not like he didn't grow up a not, like, in a not-human household. Like, it'd be different if he started his life as a Kryptonian and, like, he came to Earth as, like, an 18-year-old or something. Right, but at the end of the day, He's not a human, so yes, he could be raised human and, and understand the values and love and accept them, but ultimately the argument could be made that no matter what he does, if he oversteps, it's, it is inappropriate because he's not an earthling. There, you know, it is a little cynical to say, but it is true. Like, so, so what I would, it would be interesting to see him like in a Sarajevo Bosnian type situation where it is the failings of humanity that have brought that on. Like, what what would Superman do in a situation where it's two groups of people who just hate each other? You know, and then and now in this modern era, what does what does a Jonathan Kent do? Well, what does he do? I don't know. They haven't put him in that situation yet. I think that's you know. I think it's interesting, but I, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see that story, like one bullet too many kind of concept where it's like the child sniper and you know what I mean? Like where it's just all kind of falling apart and it's just, it's just broken. You mean like the real world? Well, the real, in parts of the real world. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. What, what does the Superman do in, in, in those parts of the world where it's just all gone to poop? Moving over into this uh, new era, does it come without some 
Backlash. Yep. Uh, obviously, the usual suspects all felt like they needed to say something about it. Um, Fox News. They had Dean Cain come on to comment about Superman. I saw a funny tweet um, that said uh, Dean Cain is thrilled that Jonathan Cain is bisexual. And Hercules is just waiting for someone to make Hercules gay. You know, the entirely not. <laughs> it said Kevin Sorbo is waiting for, for someone, someone to make Hercules gay. Although I thought, I thought I saw in Marvel that Hercules is gay or bisexual. I mean, like, again, old, old-timey myth. Never, never, never a dull moment, right? Well, I mean... I think it sort of makes sense that a is, is Hercules Greek or Roman? I think he's Greek. I think I yeah, think it was he's, Greek. He's Greek because he's a son of Zeus. Yeah. So wasn't it ancient Greece that was kind of mired pretty deep in you know allegedly? I, I'm not a historian. Uh, in, in the whole homosexuality, bisexuality type stuff. Yeah, they didn't care. So I mean, kind of makes sense that maybe one of their champions might might go that way. Yeah. Plus, you never heard about any Hercules' sons doing anything. So, we well, I mean, that's part of his origin story. Is he did have a family that was murdered? No. Yeah. No, I thought it was everyone like around him. I don't, I don't think it was his family. No, I think it's. I believe it's his wife and two kids. Maybe that get uh, that Hera kills with snakes. Good old Hera. Or. That Hera tricks him into killing, depending on which myth you believe, Fair and then, and I think that's why he goes on the trials, and then he ascends to godhood. I mean, that's kind of an epic story. It's pretty intense. What would you have to do to ascend to godhood? What would be one of your trials? Oh, I don't know. That's hard. <laughs> the trials of Nico. What would be hmm. one of the twelve? One of the twelve, or thirteen, whatever it is, the the labors yeah. of Hercules. Yeah, because like okay, so I gotta I gotta think about the labors of Hercules here because they're all like ridiculous. <laughs> well, his are all about like killing things. Oh, that's not true. He cleaned the king's stables by moving a river. Okay, and like ninety percent of them were killing things. He also gave Atlas a break by holding up the sky. Right, yeah, except he tricked Atlas immediately after. Well, because Atlas was going to run away. I know, but like... And Hercules was like, uh, excuse me? (laughs) Guy holding sky here. A local man holds earth. (laughs) Jeez, I don't know. I have to really think about this. All right, well, you ponder that. We'll go out to a break. When we come back, we've got more up late with Nerdthug Radio. And maybe we'll come up with some trials for Nico. To ascend the steps of godhood. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. That's right. We'll be right back. What's up, Night Owls? Corey DLG here. Wanted to make sure you guys know about the weekly schedule of The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more right up there at 525 Woodland Square, Suite 130 in Conroe. Every Monday, they're painting miniatures, and on Tuesday, they're rotating between Digimon or Dragon Ball. 
On Wednesday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! On Friday, they do casual Star Wars play of almost every type of game, including Legion and X-Wing Fighter, and of course, Magic the Gathering and Warhammer on Saturdays. Make sure to go to The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more, where all the nerds hang out. Hey, Night Owls. If you're looking for something to do this week or this weekend, make sure to check out False Idol Brewery, 7924 Maplewood Avenue in North Richland Hills. They got 20 beers on tap, three to six beers available in various packages to go, including wine, ciders, and kombucha. They're open seven days a week, opening every day at 11 a.m. and closing at 11 o'clock on Friday and Saturdays, and then open 12 to 9 on Sunday. Go hang out right there at False Idol Brewery, 7924 Maplewood Avenue, North Richland Hills. Welcome back to I'll Play With Nerd Thug Radio right here on um, Dallas, Fort Worth, Oklahoma City. And Houston. Just blasted out all over the place. That's a lot of places. That is a lot of places. If you live somewhere awesome, you can hear us right now. I don't know about Oklahoma City, Doug. Um, you know, I've decided to take pity upon them as a benevolent, soon-to-be God. That makes sense. As, so, as, as someone who, who does, in fact, show pity to the landlocked states. <laughs> I used to make that joke a lot, <laughs> but anywhere that didn't have any water, <laughs> and it still remains one of the funniest things I can think of, because I just, I, I don't know why I think it's so funny to be like, whatever, your state doesn't even have water connected to it. Yeah, water covers 80% of the earth, but nowhere near Oklahoma. Right, they're like, we got a river, and you're like, that doesn't count. They, um, they had an impressive showing college football-wise the other day. They beat uh, they beat Texas in the Red River rivalry. Yeah, let us down. I think that is one of the coolest games in the way that they play it and do everything in this one spot. They still play it at the Texas State Fair. They still play it at this neutral site. That's it's not. I mean, it's not totally. It's listen. It's in Texas, but it's not at Austin, and it's not at the Oklahoma uh, the Oklahoma campus. Um, so it's a neutral field and every year these two teams get together and just bang it out. And I do think that is kind of a fun thing. Um, the way they kind of escalate this a little bit with the state fair and all of that. But, uh, I mean, it's pretty cool. Have you ever been to the state fair? Mm -mm. You've you've really got to get out there at least once. We'll try, maybe maybe one maybe one of these days we'll get out there to a Red River rivalry game. Yeah, look at that. Look at us. Maybe maybe that's real we'll real Texans. Yeah. Um. Okay. However, we were talking about it. So. Yeah, like he cleans out the stables of a rich king. He. He takes the skies from Atlas for a minute. Uh. And then ooh. and then tricks Atlas. He does. I mean, he has to trick him um, with, a, with a pillow. He does kill like a super lion or whatever it is. Yeah, he kills the Namian lion. He kills the Hydra. He like fights Cerberus. I think I don't remember the other ones. Doesn't that's... he? It's when he fights Cerberus though. It's not because he's supposed to fight Cerberus. He's supposed to go. Uh, what's the girl's name? You talk about the the queen of hell or whatever. Yeah, she ate food in hell. is is like her big thing. Uh, Persephone, I think so. I think he goes down there 
to... He's supposed to do something, but he ends up having to fight Cerberus. Well, yeah, because he's the, the guardian of hell. Yeah. Um, L with one L, which I always thought was funny. I think he was supposed to, like... Yeah, I think he was supposed to not free her, but... Like, make sure wherever she is is her choice or something. I think that's what the story, the plot is. I think I believe. Yeah, because Persephone was like she was like a god of the harvest, and then Hades was like, "You should come down to Hick," and she was like, "Okay." And then she does. She eats the fruit, and then becomes the the queen of the underworld. And then basically, like, oh, so he's like trapped you here, and she's like, "No, I like being." This is cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be honest, Queen is an upgrade. He's like, yeah, but she's... I fought the dog. She's like, What that's my dog. He's cool. <laughs> He's got yeah. three heads. You can pet him so much. <laughs> he was fighting you because you're being a jerk. And you're trying to break into my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um All right, so I think one of your trials would be uh, that you would have to edit like the podcast of the gods, <laughs> just like the terrible, like super long, forty-five millennia long. How great would that be? Like Zeus is on there and he's like, nobody listens to me. I was the god of thunder. Remember, it's, it's Zeus we're talking about. He'd call himself the god of gods. I am the all father. No, see, that's 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 Odin. And he'd be like, he'd be like, but nobody listens to me now. I don't even get email. It's like Zeus, you, you haven't even opened your email in two thousand years. My AOL account is <laughs> no, no, no. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> It's not even there anymore, Zeus. <laughs> Zeus XX King XX Lightning Bolt. <laughs> At AOL.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm just picturing the world's like huffiest old man. The little glasses trying to type on a two finger windows typing, like yeah. pecking. But he's like a, obviously he's like he's like a giant on this like Windows ninety eight PC <laughs> big gray box CRT monitor. Hurricanes are like swarming over his shoulders as he types. Yeah. Accidentally, like, accidentally clicks a his fingers are too big, so he clicks the button. He just like smashes his hand into the thing. Lightning <laughs> comes down. The city of San Diego gets a power surge every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Zeus doesn't use computers. Have you heard of these new TikToks? Oh man. There's one where they do a dance to a song. Truly. I invented dancing. <laughs> I invented music. <laughs> Man, this guy. 
Dionysus is like, hey man, that's my thing. Uh, excuse me? Like he just peeks his head around the room. Did you call me Zeus? No. <laughs> Sounds like you were talking about dancing. No! <laughs> kind of my thing. Okay, well, I'm going to go back to this awesome party. Do they have clubs now? <laughs> man, Dionysus got to be the one living the dream. Uh, what is he's the god of wine and mischief, right? It's like wine and like festivities. Yeah, he also gets killed at one point and then resurrected, so he's also basically Jesus, which would make the water to wine thing a lot more sense. Yeah, it really would. Really, wow, look at you break it down. I think we figured it out, boys. Dionysus is Jesus, he's also a heck of a good time. Yeah. But if there was one god, like I would pray back into existence. I think it would be, it'd be like the god of partying. Yeah. Also, I think it's funny that like a god of partying exists across several like different pantheons. Definitely means that humanity has its priorities straight. <laughs> when they're naming all the important stuff, they're like, yeah. don't, don't they're like the harvest, yeah, uh, rain. Uh, and don't forget Todd, the god of the ocean. Yep, 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 yep. Oceans are very important. Yep, yep. Gotta have a god. And someone in the back is always like, and partying. I'm sorry, what was that? Don't forget partying. Uh, We're not gonna, I mean. No, yeah, it's on the. No, yep, it, yep, 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 it's definitely right not gonna. And then by the time he turns around, like three other people have already ridden partying like four times. And they're like, and I guess partying. <sighs> All right. Who wants to be the... Okay, everyone put your hands down. We're going to do a drawing for that one. Okay? <laughs> I love it. You'll love to see it. <laughs> oh, man, it's been a hard week for me. Why? My uh, laptop... Um, it finally go out after Monday 10- morning. 10,000 years. It did. It finally went out Monday morning. I went to click it on. It just didn't come back. It did the it did the craziest thing. So it brought up this Windows menu in a blue screen that says uh, select option for startup. And I was like, oh, this is new. <laughs> and True. then all of the options were like, reconfigure or remove last update or remove last this or remove last that and every one that I would click on it would be like can't perform a requested operation so like it would just kick me out of it after it would be like it would give me like five or six things I could try to do and after I would click on any of them it would just kick me out of it and start me back over in the menus and I would have to get back to it and do it again and finally, after about 20 minutes of this, I was like, all the options are dead. So what, what do I do? What, what, what now? <laughs> it's like playing a choose-your-own-adventure where every one of them is like, turn to page 62. On page 62, you die. And then every time you go to a different one, it's like, turn to page 62. And you're like, okay, no, I've been on that page. That's not a good page. Turn to page 62. No. When you, when you, in fact, have chosen the wrong adventure, yeah. So, I did. I took it. There's a, there's a, there's a place pretty close to my house 
uh, on Audio Westfield that that fixes computers, and they'd helped me once before with another issue, and so I took it over there, and he diagnosed it. He called me about thirty minutes later, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, it's dead." He's like, "Yeah, your hard drive is starting to fail. You're not getting enough power to the drive." To boot it up. And I was like, cool. So I left my hard drive with him. He's been trying to get it to power up so that he could at least get everything off. Um, and he's got a new drive coming that he's going to install. Uh, by the time this show airs, I should have my laptop back. But it's been, um, it's been I mean, a little rough. Well, you know, that yeah, heavy. Having your computer go down is like one of the scariest things for me, especially because uh, it it kind of happened once before. My uh, I I had my laptop install an update that just straight up bricked my computer. That's not good. That's bad. I was like, oh no, that's not good because it was like, yeah, we're using a hundred percent of our CPU, and it's like, oh, that's not that's not what you're supposed to do. I'm pretty sure mine is from Adaware. I think Adaware firmware, spyware, or whatever you want to call it, um, has just infiltrated my computer to the point where over the last eight months to a year, it's just drastically, like, performance has drastically fallen off. Yeah, I mean, it also just could be, you know, as, as, your, as updates come in, they're just your computer as it gets farther and farther behind can sometimes just not handle it anymore. Yeah. And there are, and there are a lot of updates to windows. Um, it feels like kind of non-stoppish. I mean, they have to, cause you know, security flaws, other things, you open yourself up to a lot of different weird vulnerabilities when you're not up to speed. I mean, I guess so. You're probably right, but um, I, I think I think some of those updates come willy nilly. I, I bet they could cut down on some of those. Oh yeah, it's like Steam, where it's always updating, and you're like, "What are you updating now?" And it's like nothing ever changes, and you're like, "Well, that was the worst update ever." And yeah, like, like yeah, I we got updated, dog. <laughs> you never see the changes, so near as you can tell, there are no changes. You're kind of like, "When did we? When did we get here? How did yeah, we what's here? happening?" <laughs> And I asked myself, how did we get here? How did we get here? Um, all right, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we've got even more up late with Nerd Thug Radio. Wild. What's up, Night Owls? This is Corey TLG of Nerd Thug Radio, reminding you to hang out at Dragon's Lair Houston North, right there at 21151 State Highway 249, Houston, Texas, zip code 77070. they got events going on all the time. They've got gaming and a lot of fun stuff you can do when you hang out there. They've got open Warhammer every Friday. That's a big one. Line them up, shoot them down. Army on army, smashing them up. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio reminding you to check out Dragon's Lair Houston North. 
Gigi and Mama Mary here from Paranormal XL Podcast. If paranormal is your gig, then our podcast is for you. We cover haunted locations, paranormal history, Bigfoot, and sightings all the way to alien. And everything in between. We are Paranerds. We also put a splash of spiritual topics in. Hey, if you have any paranormal stories or experiences that you want to share, email us at paranormalxl at writeme.com. Find the podcast on any podcast or music app you use. Follow us on social media at paranormalxl. Hey, Night Owls, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio wanted to tell you guys about SKG Retro Gaming, letting you relive the retro experience for two different price options, over 2,500 video games for $199 or over 7,000 video games for $299. This lets you relive your childhood video game retro experience. All right there at the pleasure of your fingertips, all in one device. Check out SKG Retro Gaming today. Hey, Night Owls, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, here to tell you about our friends at DallasHempCo.net. With all, with all kinds of great CBD products from amazing watermelon-flavored sleep-aiding gummies to Dallas Hemp clothing and apparel, there are all kinds of incredible options for the CBD enthusiast. And coming in November, there will even be a storefront in the Dallas area as well. So make sure to check out DallasHempCo.net. That's D-A-L-L-A-S-H-E-M-P-C-O dot net. Come back to Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio right here all over your AM dial. Let's say we're just all over it. We're just like spilling out like bad eggs when you're making breakfast. Is that what bad no eggs bad do? Eggs. They spill out. Yeah, I mean, they don't listen. I mean, <laughs> well, they're bad. Duh. It's like one of the dumbest things I've ever seen is a stupid video where it's like, the milk's gone bad. And he's like, what? He like opens the fridge and the milk has a knife like taped to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I can see that. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that is funny. You know who? Okay. Um, you know what? Um, I don't know the right way to say this. Uh, I just thought of this though. We were talking about like the bad guy. I, I'm I really like Billie Eilish. Okay, mm-hmm. I think her transformation has been awesome. She has got a new album out. It's uh, it's a little deeper. It's a little sadder. It's a little more. It just it sounds like she's you know as a songwriter growing up. Uh, also, she did like a lot of Vanity Fair articles and pictures and stuff. Uh, where she's showing different sides of herself, uh, and and I guess the right, the nice way to say it would be like embracing the curviness of her own body. Uh, mm-hmm. and she's getting a lot of flack for it, which I think is interesting. Um, I think it parallels with everything that's going on with like Dave Chappelle on Netflix, and this girl I recently started talking to. Uh, that I don't think I'm going to be chatting with. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. We'll see what we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, uh, the love life of Corey DLG always my favorite topic. <laughs> it well, it just it all encompasses the same concept. But I think uh, I'm going to use the phrase, and I'm and I'm, and I'm being careful because you know I'm not a you know too woke. What does it mean, Corey? What does it mean? Um, 
okay, well, all right. So, like, on a personal level, I was having a conversation with this girl about, like, words, you know, different words of different power. Uh, We've been joking around about something, and I used uh, the B word. And she goes, oh, she goes, I'm going to tell you, like, that's just, like, super offensive to me when a guy says that to me. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, it's always going to be a negative connotation when a guy says that to a girl. And in my head, it was like, I was like, well, I just said it to you and it wasn't. So it's not always, but whatever. Um, and she proceeds to explain that based on gender roles, it's okay for her to say it about women and women to say it to her. Even if she means it in a negative context, it's okay for her to say it about women. But it's not okay for a man to ever use that about a woman. Not a fan. Not a fan. Of yeah, movies. I was like, I was like, that sounds like complete BS. And I that, that very much sounds like rules for thee, not for me. Like, oh, I can say it. Oh, I can do it. You can't, though. If she really, if she really went there with it, she really tried to kind of sell it as like a as like a gender norms issue where it was, she was like, no, like, like I would say it, I would never say it to my mom, but that's just me being a human, not like, because the word is bad. Right. And I was like, it's not the N word. Like, like there's not this deep. Well, I mean, and truthfully, there is a long history of of patriarchy and all this. Like, yes, uh, there's no denying that. Um, Although, and I and I do want to say this on a personal level. I do want to say this. I don't like it when white girls take up a lot of these causes. I think they need to tread slightly carefully. Uh, yeah, I mean it's, a, it's because a they they reaped like... a massive percentage of benefit of the of the patriarchy there. Yeah. Oh, are you an attractive white woman? You literally have no, no, literally no ground to stand on. It's it is, it, it's, when it comes to the like oppression Olympics that people are trying to have, <laughs> like, like, do you have it worse than some? Yeah, sure. Do you have it worse than most? No, no. Like, <laughs> like, are you a poor black man in the inner city? No, didn't think so. Yeah. You haven't quite experienced what other people are talking about. It's like, and how so, how dare you? I'm a white college-educated woman. It's like, oh, mercy, please. <laughs> Talk to me about oppression. Let me know how hard it's been for you. Um, And so, like, it just, it really, there were a couple other times she sort of brought up this concept of, like, to an extra degree... You know me. I'm a very understanding person. I think a lot of this is long overdue. Um, we've had very personal conversations where I completely fear the way the world will handle you and your sister versus how it handles me and my sister. Um, even even with the same name. Even with the same name. Um, but the, you, especially you because you look so darn Arabian slash Hispanic. There's just no getting out of it for you. Um, just so questionably ethnic. Um, 
especially with the longer hair. Like, <laughs> yeah, it really like I like man, I'm really I'm really out here not being recognizable at all. At all, there's no telling what you are at this point. Except you're definitely stepping out of line at every airport. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need a patch of hair. Sure <laughs> that's happened before. They had, they, they had to. They had to like pat my head. It happens like... to me, but I always feel like it happens to me, so that they can keep pulling out the other guys. Yeah, I mean, look, we grabbed this white dude over here too, so it's okay. Like we're gonna keep pulling you. And they're like, yeah, but what's his last name? And they're like, mm-hmm. and they're like yeah. listen, listen, we pulled yeah. him out. Okay, <laughs> we grabbed a white guy. Shut up. Um... <laughs> the funny part is that I'm white on paper. It's one of those old like rules that you got to think about yeah but like yeah just a lot of norms and so like okay billy eilish has lost a lot of fans because of her uh situation which, which is literally just her growing into a woman yeah like like <laughs> like she, people are a bit like i think she posted a picture that showed from the vanity fair photo shoot that showed womanly elements i mean not even cleavage just curvature okay um but just listen billy eilish I, I think she's five foot nothing and then she's got just the pretty serious chest on her okay uh so if, if any photographer model designer gets a hold of her and and puts anything on her it's gonna her figure quickly becomes obvious okay yeah, hence why she dressed like a, to quote uh, Tyler the Creator, dressed like a quarterback half the time. <laughs> she does. She always wears like the crazy baggy stuff, but she was always doing that because she didn't want people commenting on her body. Well, now it's her fans who are the ones commenting on her body. Um, and so I think that's just unfortunate. I think it's just poorly done. I think it's, uh, you know, and. Uh, the Netflix special just came out with Dave Chappelle, and in it, he essentially identifies as a turf, um, which I think I think is problematic. But I think it sort of highlights that there is this weird dynamic between the black community and the trans community. Um, there's this weird friction where the trans community feels equally oppressed and going through something. And the black community is like, Hey, like this is our moment. Like, can you not right now? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't, it's probably not my place to officiate, but I definitely feel like these are two groups of people who probably could get a lot more done working together than separately, but they may not want to. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, but like there were people within the Netflix organization who tweeted about the show before it came out or even after it came out, Netflix suspended them. They've now unsuspended them. It's a massive roller coaster. I don't know where it stops, but the reality is, you know, these are big issues and no one's ever going to agree on all of them, but I think that there is a level of, I'm amongst my group of friends. I'm always the guy in the corner having to defend not having to, but I honestly don't think that there is such a thing as cancel culture and stuff like that. Like, I think there are people who 
have been run off, sure, but I think they've been run off because they did bad things. Like John Gruden in the NFL just got fired mid-season um, on, on a Monday, too, on his day off. Um, because years of emails came out where he badmouthed the NFL, he badmouthed the commissioner, Roger Goodell, and he did it using uh, slurs. Ah, so the terrible person I always knew he was finally revealed itself. You never liked John Gruden? No. Really? I didn't know that. I always thought he was, uh, I think he was overvalued as a head coach. I don't think anybody deserves a 10-year, $100 million contract, especially if they haven't coached football in eight years or whatever it was. Um, But... It's not like there's a lot of Super Bowl winning head coaches just walking around. So, you know, do what you can to get one, I guess. Um, but it was disappointing. Like, even amongst – so in our circle of friends, there was there's a couple guys who, who were kind of probably anti-cancel cultures. They would be 100% okay with being described as. Uh, and they were like, of course John Gruden was fired. Of course he was. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like – I can't think of a time when it was ever okay to type a slur in an email. <laughs> like, yeah, like, there's two different responses to that. Because, like, I understand, like, you being like, I believe this. I believe X. And people being like, well, I don't agree with you, so I don't think you should have a job. Like, I don't agree with that kind of, if you want to call it, cancel culture. But I don't think that happens as much. No, but that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That doesn't happen very often. But yeah. it does happen. Like, that... It's just people abusing, like, the internet and just being awful people to each other. Yeah, and and and, and then it's also the like the networks or whoever it is that is firing whoever. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of like a James Gunn scenario where like people were like, "Ooh, look at these old James Gunn tweets," and now it doesn't matter because he's literally back in the office. He left anyways. Right. Okay. Because yeah, they yeah, really I, weren't I, that bad. Yeah, I can I can agree with that one. I can. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Okay. Yes. Yes. So like that one where everyone was like, "What? We like James Gunn." Pretty much, literally, everyone was like, "What? No." And Disney was like, "He's gone," and he's like, "Fine, I'll just go direct Suicide Squad." And they're like, "Wait, no, come back." <laughs> yeah, you're gonna work directly for our competitor and make a Guardians of the Galaxy sort of movie. What are you doing? And he was like, like "My what? job," and he's they're like, like "Whatever, fine, I you want. can have it back." <laughs> <laughs> um. So like. That like that I can understand being like, oh, that's stupid. But also like the decency where it's like if you weren't able to say this in public twenty years ago, like you wouldn't say it now, right? Right. Yes. And that's the thing. Like if John Gruden had said these things on television about these people, he still would have been fired. Like yeah. that part and I think that's part of the And so like in internally amongst our group, I was like I was like, somebody was like, of course you don't think there's jail, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, who exactly are we missing here? Like, who are you lamenting the loss of? Like, I was like, are you waiting around for another Kevin Sorbo movie? I was like, what are we talking about? Like, who who is it exactly that you're looking for? That, that like, I was like, there aren't conservative comedians. I said, there's not like this whole, like, wh- who's the group of people that are that are missing from our pop culture that you think were unfairly kicked out um and like you really have to twist yourself into knots to be on the other side of the argument because these weren't these aren't things that even you would be okay with like um yeah 
I hate to use it as an example over and over again. Okay, but Fox News, uh, if you watch the... Ah, uh, man, I saw this great clip on the internet from one of the networks. I don't remember which one. But essentially, it might have been MSNBC, which probably, I guess, to some people means it. But so they said that like over the last three months, Fox has gotten aggressively anti-vaccination and anti-vaccination mandate, okay? Uh, to where they'll even bring people on who quit their jobs at other companies in lieu of getting the mandate. And they'll bring them on to like a show on Fox News and then they'll praise them for being brave and smart and all this and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so if you want to be on Fox News, you just lose your job. That's all it takes. Um, but uh, the, the person doing the interviewing and all that, the person doing the piece then points out that all of them are just being performative because Fox News has an even harsher set of policies than any of the mandates that have been released publicly. Yeah, because they don't want to lose any money. Right. So all of their talent internally is either vaccinated or tested every hour on the hour that they're on studio. So what you're telling me, Corey, is that they work for someone with a massive, harsh vaccine mandate, and they don't complain about it. (laughs) Yeah, see, it's because it's private. Don't worry about it. Right. But it's but it's performative. I mean, it's all performative. But it, it's sort of it's, it's all here sort of annoying the... when people like twist themselves into these Gordian knots to maintain the Hercules theme of today's show. Um, take up the opposite side of like like in order to really say that John Gruden shouldn't have been fired, you have to be okay with terrible workplace emails about whole groups of people. Yeah, I'm... you can't even say that out loud without being like, oh, that is pretty bad. Right. Like, you have to be like, uh, it's my job. I should be able to type whatever I want in an email. And, and everyone else in the room is going to go, no. <laughs> That's not how this works. Uh, all right, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back. We got just a few minutes left of Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio. Dragon's Lairs, Houston North at 21151 State Highway 249, Houston, Texas, is having an awesome event in celebration of the veterans working together with Magic the Gathering and with Wizards of the Coast. It's going to be on November 14th, Sunday evening from 1 to 4 p.m., and it's going to be a magic event held in cooperation with Wizards of the Coast called Operation Gratitude. Make sure to go out there on Sunday, November 14th from 1 to 4 p.m., hang out and help support our troops and thank them for their service. Hey, Night Owls, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, wanting to remind you guys about False Idol Brewery right there at 7924 Maplewood Avenue in North Richland Hills, Dallas's brewery that focuses on creativity, consistency, and quality. They've got events going on all week. They've got Fill the Fridge Mondays with 15% off to go and $4 off of flights until 3 p.m. Thursday night trivia and Friday night special beer releases. Make sure to get out to False Idol Brewery in North Richland Hills today. Hey, Night Owls, Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, here to tell you about our friends at DallasHempCo.net. With all kinds of great CBD products from amazing watermelon-flavored sleep-aiding gummies to Dallas Hemp Town clothing and apparel, there are all kinds of incredible options for the CBD enthusiast. And coming in November, there will even be a storefront in the Dallas area for you guys to check out as well. 
So make sure to check out DallasHempCo.net. D-A-L-L-A-S-H-E-M-P-C-O dot net. All right, guys, that's made it a great and fun and wonderful episode of Up Late with Nerd Thug Radio. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, on behalf of Corey DLG, me, uh, little brother Nico, me, and um, our wonderful sponsors, The Adventure Begins, and everyone else, Dragon's Lair Comics now here in Houston, False Idol Brewery out there in, in Dallas or in Fort Worth. I mean, and it's just so many other people. We want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for hanging out this week. We'll be back next week because we're back every weekend. And you're hanging out up late with Nerd Thug Radio.